What's up, world? It's Shadi Magala, aka Shady Shadow, aka Uncle Love. You're listening to the Dukan Show. That's what's up. Peace. Neighborhood venture. Pull up a seat and pass the time. <laughs> the Dukan. Hosted by OT, Toothless, and Ishad. But I remember, especially on uh, driving from Abu Dhabi to Dubai. It used to take five hours. <laughs> well, it felt like it. It felt like it. But thanks to the help of, you know, Nintendo Game Boys. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> are we there yet? Are we there yet? You know, I'm at level eight. We should be yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember vague memories of the World Trade Center being that's like it. the first. That's when you knew you were in Dubai. The landmark. The yeah. And now you think of what there is. From I mean, it's the whole world. Yeah, wow. almost. I mean, between Abu Dhabi and Dubai, it should be its own city because yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's so crazy how everything. It's just a quarter of a lifetime. Yeah. It's nuts. It's it's amazing to see how much things changed, but at the same time, how much they didn't change. In a way, I mean? like yeah, there, exactly. there are a few pockets here and there true. that you can go to, and it's like you feel like a kid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, you walk into a bakala, that's it. That's yeah. all you have yeah. to yeah. walk yeah. in. Salam alaikum, kif al hal. You know, chips man Oman, that's it. You're exactly. back to like transport. But it's weird. How come like I, we've never like crossed paths because this? Like, we were talking about this in the car, man. Like we've been here also a minute, and I, you're, you're familiar. I've seen your face so yeah. many times, right? But I, I didn't know this world exists. <laughs> this, well, oh, this, this equipment, the tapes, the vinyl. This the world here is like kind of my my underground lair, the okay. cave, secret lair, kind of like your own Batman type thing. The shady shadow shack, you know. This is kind of my universe. I mean, this is I only exist here. You know, this is this is. I don't like to leave so much, you know. Oh, yeah, you made it I, a place to chill. Yeah. And oh, so man. this is it. Like I go outside. And I realize why I don't like to go outside. <laughs> yeah, everybody you know? says that. Man. Everybody the second I leave the house, I'm like, shit, I really want to be back home now. <laughs> but it's cool. You know, you, you got to interact and stuff. I mean, it's part of it. It's community. So, Did you have a period where you were like non-interactive for nobody and then you realized I had to start interacting and then made a I've, change? I've always had to interact. I mean, just the nature of DJing. I mean, okay. You know, you, I... If I didn't have to, trust me, I would not leave right. the house, you know, and I wouldn't talk to anyone. But that's the nature of the job, you know, but it's kind of it's kind of difficult for me because I might seem like an extrovert, you know, and very good with people. Yeah. But I'm not. You know, yeah. I I I've always been quiet and generally like growing up and stuff, you know. I wasn't really this outspoken person. But you, I've had to create another person, yeah. like multiple personalities, you know? Yeah. I have the Shadi who's reserved and doesn't really want to talk and doesn't... And then I have this alter ego, you yeah. know, that has to, like, he represent. He, like... It's like you go into autopilot, you know? Yeah. I've and done he just it deals with the, like, external the affairs. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, he's like the everything guy, you know? That's interesting. I relate to that a lot because I'm as well an introvert and as these guys 
I never want to leave my house. In fact, I told him get Shadi to my place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you know, I think, obviously I, this is I, I think I out introverted you. On this. <laughs> my but, bad, sorry, man. No, it's only because I have my show. And it's amazing. Out. I thank God I came here because there's like a lot of discovering and like sort of going back to your childhood with all the cassettes and the VHS and and all that. Um, so how did you get into music and DJing in general? Well. My parents didn't really... Music wasn't such a big part of, of our life. It was just there for, like, you know, Christmas, Easter. Whenever we had friends over, there was, like, standard tapes, you know, the standard Christmas tape. You put it yeah, in there and it plays. <laughs> yeah, it's like the standard, you know? It's kind of like... So, I guess maybe that's why I got into it, because I, I didn't have it. It was a lack. And I, I was always... First, it was sports, and I was huge in sports. What sport? I played basketball, football. Nice. This is all in Abu Dhabi. Volleyball at ACS, yeah, the American okay. school. So sports was my thing until I discovered alcohol and girls. And, then, <laughs> and that you was know, it. Just like <laughs> Dumbs that. down the body. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, the body is holding up. You're not trying to dunk, really. <laughs> no, although I, I could back in the day, but, but off an alley-oop, not, not, okay, I, I okay. couldn't... Uh, but back in the day, yeah, we used to go to this place called the American Bar, man. That was the spot for yeah. underage drinking in Abu Dhabi. Okay. <laughs> Where was it? Uh, was it by the, the, by the beach? It was in the, I think now it's called, it was the 40 Grand, I believe, the one with the rotating restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, now, yeah, it's, yeah. now it's something else. I don't remember what it is. But anyway, that was the spot. So we would go there. And because the beautiful thing is they had these, these drink specials on Long Island iced teas. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, man. So you know, <laughs> like Henry J. Beans, they used to come in jugs. Oof. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, they used to come in jugs. Eat bullfrogs in jugs. I might as well in just jugs? bring a yeah, barrel dude. out. You know? <laughs> Pay two hundred, two hundred fifty. You're good, dude. That's it. And you're broke back then. Yeah, you're yeah. Really, like your parents gave you whatever they gave you, and you're like, okay, just figure it out. So we figured it out. Long Island iced tea. <laughs> that was the secret. Two yeah, it was like eight spirits in one drink. That's two of those, and you'll be seeing stars. You know. Damn. <laughs> and then the after party spot was illusions. Illusions. Downstairs or upstairs, I think, where where they had all the uh, friendly girls, I guess. We <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, um, so this hospitality. You know? Was it hip hop or was hospitality? it? It was just top top forty, top 40 stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, Abu Dhabi standard. Yeah, yeah. Backstreet Boys top, and all yeah, yeah. That. I'm, I think it wasn't that bad. <laughs> we're talking about the eighties, you know. So I was about to say, like, or nineties. They were born I was thinking nineties. You know, just the standard shit. Like they, they still play the same music. So if you want to find yeah, out, just go I'm there. Go there right now. Yeah. yeah, the same place. But I would say that, like back in the days, radio is much better than nowadays radio. I think I, I'm not sure that they were only commercially kind of. Radio is dead now. That's why it's, we. It's, exist. I think radio is dead. dead. Exactly. Yeah. That's why yeah. I do if my it, show and you do your. Yeah. If there was a good station, we wouldn't be here. That's I wouldn't have to do yeah, what I do. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but. Yeah. We would yeah. try to get on that station instead. We would have to get on the station, you know, but this is way better, man. Definitely. This is I'm proud of this. This is like not just for me, but what you guys do, you know, it's an honor to be on the Khan show. I love it. I love it. And it's homegrown, you know, this is our shit. This is not this is not nobody runs this. Yeah, exactly. That's funny because I was talking to my friends the other day and we were reflecting on how this is like a it's it's very it's very much like a democracy. It is. 
in its truest essence. Even though there's no essence. pure democracy. It's, not pure, but, yeah. like, it's like, but you have something to say, you have a platform. Take the platform, nobody's saying say no. Say it. Yeah. Say it and do what you want to do. Say it, that's it. Do it the way you want. Yeah, that's true. Because we have control now of the... There's no gatekeepers for this. That's it. We right? run the show. You run it. And we're closer to the ground. We're closer to the people who, yeah. who matter. We're in it. We are. We are. are. It's not. That's true. We live it, man. This is it. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, you were always just a consumer, but now you're now a consumer you're, and a creator at the exactly, same time. Right. right? So... And which is funny because, like, in like for you, you know this in advertising agencies, they'd send somebody down to the place where the culture is happening and say, which "What's the what feedback?" I do. Yeah. Which is what you do. Yeah. But then now we're having people who are already who part are of the culture, there. and then they're, they're and it's easier. So now, like for example, at, in the office, my reputation is: if you oh. want to know anything about the UAE, hit up OT. Yeah. It could be Queen. the randomest thing. They'd come and ask me about it to double check their facts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's it. I've, I've established that character because it's not like, oh, he's got his ears to the ground. He's part of he that. He is the ground. He is the ground. He's, he's part of that community. <laughs> you know? So they trust my feedback. And that's exactly what it is. Even with what we're doing, it's the way, you know, as I that's said, the way we're the consumer be, and the creator. Like, this, we created I think the it was for just, us. for me, it was, feels like overnight. You know, I spent so many years trying to trying to get in you know playing music and DJing mainly it was just DJing well okay hold on let's backtrack right so okay basketball the whole shebang so it was I think around 19 9 oh no before that I graduated high school in 1997 I got into music in 8th grade okay so you do the math uh, but my friend Ramzi very good friend of mine he went to school in the UK University. He was older, so he went there and he used to bring back tapes of drum and bass shows Oof. that he went to. Wow! You know, oh, way man. back in the day. Like Actually, it wasn't even. Type of it, it was like you know, uh, what's his name, Nicky Black Market, like stuff okay. like that, like really, really old school yeah. rave stuff. Yeah. You know, and I got this tape which I still have. He gave me this tape. I put it on and it just changed my life. You know. <laughs> Uh, eighth grade, there. you know, you're a kid, you have so much energy, and this is yeah. like super high energy. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to this, I'm like, whoa, okay, this There's is a lot like, going on. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> so I lost my mind when I heard that, and you know, rest in peace, Ramzi. But uh, oh, but uh, oh, you know, I'm 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 keeping the dream alive. Straight up. So yeah, big respect to Ramzi. He turned me on to this, and then you know, you work your way up. I used to listen to a lot of. Old Ministry of Sound Oof. stuff, those yeah, compilations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember who, who used to play on those mixes. But then, you know, Sasha and Digweed, uh, back when, you know, like the heyday. Global Underground. The he- yeah, GU, man. Yeah, that was like up. I love that. GU, man. I had all of them. And we just used to listen to that, like, religiously, you know. Yeah. We, we, would, we would just... It was like a, an event, you know. We'd get together and we were just three, four dudes sitting in an apartment, just bumping, you know, listen to it until your mom yells like dinner's ready, you know. And <laughs> just sitting there like, in the background, <laughs> band boys. So, but then how you get into DJing from that? Well, after listening to all of that, I was like, you know, I want a piece of this. I need to. I need to. So I got my first and only pair of decks. In around 1997, the yeah, yeah, these right here, the Whoa. 1210s 
from I think Gorer uh, Mall or something back in oh, the day. In the they used to sell them. Like the couple of malls that were still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to. I mean, you go in there and like. That's true. Y- y- that's you just buy them right there. Now it's like you know the holy grail. But uh, I was terrible at first, you know. I couldn't. It took me months to be able to beat match. And I remember I, it was me and my friend Saudi Dajani. We'd listen to the GUs all the time, and he'd come over and we'd record tapes. So I would mix ten. Tr- I only had ten tracks. I mean, that's mm. ten records. Mm. So I, I played. It was hard finding vinyls. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to order it from outside. That's you know, true. I'd have to order it when I ordered records. I had to. Went to the shop called Massive Records okay. in Oxford, and I met a guy, well, uh, Joe, Joanna Massive, and on all the GU uh, CDs, they would thank Joe Massive. Oh, okay. So I thought, I need to find this Massive place. Wow. So he used to put them together, like the whole Anthony well, Papas? They, and yeah, like, yeah, all of them. They all used to buy their records. Oh. From Joanna at Massive was like the gatekeeper of the oh. good, you know. Wow. So you find Joanna and you're set. That's crazy. So I did a pilgrimage to, to to Oxford, and I met Joe and I met this other guy Jay Robinson who now runs a label called Fear of Flying. So I met Jay and I got his number and everything, and I would call them from my parents' house, and I would call Jay. I would send him a list. And he would find what he could find, and then he would recommend stuff. And so I would call on the phone, and he would literally play me the music. Hold hold the phone to the speaker, and I would be like, yes, no, maybe. (laughs) Yes is yes, no is no. Maybe keep it on the side. Put a pin on it. (laughs) Maybe we we come back to it. And then he would play me the records that he thinks I would like. So we'd be on the phone for like two hours. Yeah. And I paid more for the phone calls. But <laughs> back like, then, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. You got to get yeah. that wax. You know? That's yeah. true. It was like true. e-commerce before it was mainstream. This was before <laughs> before internet. The pyramids, man. It's <laughs> like, all right, maybe, maybe that's too In much. But, you know, it was old. So I would get these records. Then I moved to Kansas to KU. Uh, went to school there. Okay. For three years, but completely bombed it. Like, you know, just bombed everybody like nuked, they're bombed nuked it. Just they're hazy, hazy times yeah, yeah, yeah. you know just the college life man you know it's crazy huh a lot of people ask me that why kansas well it's the only place i got accepted to <laughs> you know so i mean you know, so it cool. wasn't much of a choice that simple. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like where are you I'll going take it. well yeah. the only place uh, you know i can go I, I i remember i told my high school counselor just just pick a few schools and I didn't even pick, like, you know, I want to go. I'm like, you know, just do it. I, I, whichever gonna go, whichever gonna, one that'll take me. I'm going to go chat with some girls right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Architecture? Kinda... Did you go into architecture? Yeah, I tried to, man. Okay. Because my dad's an architect. The father, like, thing. Okay. You know? And not just that. Who knows what they want to do for the rest of their life at, at that age, 16, yeah. 17. I went to Kansas, bombed it completely, but that's where I had my first DJ experience gigs yeah so yes. i remember so you my took the techniques with you all the way over there oh yeah hell yeah oh, I, wow. to, <laughs> and these babies are heavy <laughs> you have to remember i had just bought them yeah wow i wasn't gonna leave them yeah, yeah. yeah. more important than your clothes my bag was like two decks and three shirts or something <laughs> yeah. like, they, they have for three years <laughs> they have t-shirts in kansas I yeah, yeah. Shirt. <laughs> so i went there and it was like bedroom 
uh, struggling for a while. I remember my friends used to nickname me DJ Struggle. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's harsh, man. <laughs> it's Why? harsh. It's harsh, but it's amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yes men back in those days. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. People f***ing gave it to you straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I got this, I wouldn't even call it a gig, really. It was just a house party, and, and they just had no music. They're like, yeah, just bring your stuff and, and come play. So I had, I had to carry my decks, carry my records. Wow. Set up the decks on a pool table. Okay. On, I didn't even know what the sound system was. I get there and it's like, you know, barely, barely functioning. Okay. Like, I don't even know what it is. This box thing, okay? <laughs> it sounded like terrible. Oh, yeah. And then drunk people all around me, needles skipping, pe- pe- people like <laughs> jumping on the pool. T- actually, I think there was even some pool being played while I was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so oh, you can imagine it was a shit show. Anyway, so you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I used to go to this bar, I don't remember what it's called. And this guy's like, yeah, just come down Wednesday. There's, it's a ghost town in there. Just like, like all right, why not? I mean, just, I just want to play records anyway. So I'd go there. It was on Wednesday. I forget what it's called. And it was just me, the bartender, and this really old homeless guy <laughs> that would just wow. sit there and just stare at me like a cold <laughs> even music. Like a cold Where's he from? <laughs> you just can't figure out where he's what from. What kind of music are you playing? The coldest stare you like he sees in your soul, you know? <laughs> just like, like, and I was playing like same as like the GU stuff, mm. like Progressive House, like, yeah. which is the most inappropriate music for a bar, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but it's chill, though. It's, it's loungy in a way. It's, I guess, if you see in the atmosphere. In Maybe, place, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's not like. I guess nothing you could have played in that place. <laughs> or, you know, it's like the, the tension is thick in the air. You yeah. could cut it with a knife. But anyway, I'm thankful to start that way, you know? I mean, so you people, got your practicing going on there. Yeah, I meet like people that. today. They're like, "Oh yeah, my first gig was at was at level forty one." <laughs> I'm like, "Shit, oh, <laughs> man!" <laughs> uh, and you're like? complaining <laughs> why? Yeah. Damn, you know. So, and then after that, there was a. Uh, well, after that, I came to Sharjah because, uh, like I said, I bombed. Big up, it. okay, Sharjah. Represent always. So yeah, man. AUS back then, I think it was year two thousand. Was just starting up, right? Yeah, wow, it was actually like. Yeah. It was more like a social experiment than than yeah. university. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can we kind make of this like, work? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really knew what was going on. You know, it was just kind of like. It was clean. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they had like, their I mean, that's your going on. Yeah, well. yeah. It was a. It was a really, really nice campus, and I met a lot of really cool people. But I think they cleaned it a little too much. Mm. I mean, it was so clean, like people marble were slipping polish. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, it was so people clean. <laughs> Man, it was, floor. That's so true. it was like Disney on ice out there. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. Man. It was nuts. You can see the reflection of yourself. In so, I didn't... Yeah, back then, I guess that's when Dubai was probably the best time for Dubai music culture, I think, at that time. Really, bro? At that time, like, I still think... Like Terminal, do you remember Terminal? Yeah, see, now you're talking about the Terminal Ibo days. Ibo, yeah, oh! This is the I stuff I missed. I came oh, 2001, so I came just at the you beginning. You didn't come to Ibo? 
I didn't I didn't know all this at that time. I'm fresh what? in the country. So yeah, what was your so because this cool. is a famous famous thing. Yeah. Everybody talks about Ibo and, and Man, Tom. this really sh- that they shut it down. This man. that was like what I was waiting for, you know. It was four black walls. That's true, yeah. Four black walls, a bar and the bathroom was outside of the club. It wasn't even, <laughs> you had to go outside, walk around the building. That's you know, and the the most amazing thing about it is that you didn't have to go through a hotel lobby. Yeah, so it had its own. That ent- was the only place that was not like linked, sort of. And to still, I think till this day, the only place like that. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That Ever. True. I mean, yeah. you have to go through. Even a lobby. the type of artist that you used to get was was really Man, cool. the- They got like um, Odyssey. Dude, Questlove, Quest Hello, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, wow. man. yeah, man. yeah. Back crazy. in the day, it was crazy, and so, there was it was sorry, but it was always like the smash up of alternative, regardless of of the genre, right? So it's like alternative hip hop, that good, shit, and then like alternative like techno or alternative like there trans, was no genres, stuff. man. Amazing music and the best crowd, like most exactly minded people. Mm. So I was the first person to play in Terminal. The very, very first person to put a record on in that place. That is dope. It was me opening up for my friend Hisham Samawi, who was at the time living in New York still. Okay. But you're a person who's just returned to Sharjah. How did you get in touch with them? I knew all those. All the all your old friends. Type yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were. It, there was like a small crew. Right. And they, they, they went on to do like things. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. They were called the nine seven one. Yeah. It was 9714. Okay, okay. Okay. Yo, you know this Simone? is like the new 264. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we know Neil Simone. Solo. Man, me and Simone were inseparable at that time. Yeah, we used to yeah, go yeah. out. That's where we know him. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's probably when I saw yeah. you. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me the parties Simone. at Solo's place and Dude, stuff. That yeah. was even before they met. Now they're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we were with Neil. She went Neil, to Cambridge, right? Uh, hip-hop crew with Neil and yeah. all this. Oh this my is before God. they had even met, I think. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. It was basically just me and Simone. So they got this place. And I saw it before it was even terminal. It was just a rundown bar for taxi drivers. Like They just go in there. Really cheap drinks. So they took it over. And they turned it into terminal. It's crazy. It was on the like the exit you would take. It that's where it said terminal one and two to the that's airport. True. It exactly. was next to the yes. airport. And that's why they shut it down because it had to, they had to keep the runway there or like no they shut it down because they wanted to when they were building the metro system. Yeah. They were gonna run it there through it. Yeah. So exactly. they stopped it. You know they they closed the club after I think. So yeah. They said you can't do it anymore, and it closed. And then I guess they never did it. Mm-hmm. Then it then it became Ibo, oh. so they reopened. Okay, okay. But for me, Ibo, I I only talk about Terminal because right. that's what you started. To me, with. Ibo. Yeah, it's not just about where I started. It's just Ibo is like cigarette girls, and you know billboards and sponsors and light. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it kind of became something else mm-hmm. for me. The vibe was there and everything, but for me, because I was there from the start, yeah. give me Terminal Man any day. You know, you Four black walls, no bull****. 
shit. No, nothing. No, no, no Gilwaz or, just you bass. know, whatever. <laughs> just bass, man. And the sound system was so whack in the start. <laughs> we had, we had like, serious issues the first night. So yeah. the first time I played wasn't even the opening. It was the soft launch. It was, like, the pre-opening. Pre-open. Okay. Yeah. And it was a shit show, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, like, problems with the sound and that and that and this and that. And, but... Now when you think back, you know, it's like it was Amazing, a moment man. in history, That's you know. True. And Quest Love came through. Uh we had we used to do if you guys remember Kennedy, he had John killer Kennedy. nights back then. No, not John Kennedy. Bong. Bong was also throwing killer parties. Okay, yeah, yeah. At the aviation club. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never gone. Aviation yeah. club. Bong would do the parties and Kennedy was the resident. And okay. it was pretty much Kennedy all the time. There was no like now you have international no, it was Kennedy every Friday. Wow, wow, okay. you know, and 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 man, yeah, me and Simone tore that play. That's almost why I didn't graduate from from AUS. <laughs> it was like Friday. You graduated from Terminal. Friday, <laughs> yeah, man, seriously, PhD, straight up, man. And so I would skip my Saturday morning class. Forget about it. Like I would yeah, not be you there. Were, like knocked out. So it was a miracle how it passed. But yeah, that was the golden age. Okay, so you, you passed uh, in architecture? No. Or you changed the... I was going to, and... Well, before I even came to AUS, I got kicked out of Kansas. That's oh, what this okay. is here. Oh. You see this letter right here? Okay. Let me read the first paragraph oh, for you. This is the official, like, the letter I got. Dear Mr. Magala, I'm sorry to inform you that you have been dismissed from the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences because you did not meet the academic requirements outlined in the enclosed probation. Dismissal and readmission only. This means that you will not be allowed to return to KU for the next semester. Blah, 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 blah. You should contact uh, undergraduate services office, 109 Strong Hall 913, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. It's so, so cool that you have this here yeah, as a, as a reminder, just, but yeah. like it's like a middle finger. You know yeah. what? <laughs> I keep it here as I'm proud of it. You know, I took something bad and but I did me, something on myself. Exactly. So I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, oh, yeah. I hang it on my wall, you know. Like, I'm proud of that, just to remind me of... That's so cool, man. You know? Are these all letters from, like, places you got so kicked out of? <laughs> 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 this is like, like this. This is like... <laughs> This okay, like hold on. Shani, describe, describe it to us. So it's like a, it's like it's a. What do you? What's it? What's it put on? It's on canvas. It's just glued. And it's letters and receipts. Receipts. Letters, receipts, um, embassy, you know, visa applications and stuff. Mostly denials. Mawakif uh, <laughs> bills. This is like the first what show. Mawakif. Mawakif's like Abu Dhabi's uh, yeah. parking. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So traffic stuff. And then this is receipt for like a dentist. This is for MSF. This is the only good one. We did a party and we donated, I think, 11,000 something wow. dollars that we gave to MSF and we worked with them. Who, what's MSF? Um, Doctors Without Borders. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So we worked with them. I try to do as much charity as I can. Respect. And uh, music notes, like learning the guitar. And there's also like a psychiatric. Uh, I told you about the ADD, OCD. I've got all the, all the DDs that you can imagine. Yeah, right. So 
So it's a collage of paperwork. Yeah, initially what I wanted to do was do a stencil of my label Ark to Ashes. That's why I burnt them. Mm. Okay. And I wanted to stencil the logo over it. Mm-mm. So this was supposed to be just the background. The backdrop, okay. But then when I saw it, I was like, these cool. are, this is history. Like, yeah. I don't want to cover. So it just became its own. That's it. That's the. Yeah, to me, it like, the, what it the is. way it's born is like the fragmented sort of thing about memory. Which is cool. Yeah. Which is cool. You know, I don't want to keep it like in its original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's cool that here you will never know what it's. What it is. Yeah, yeah, there's a so mystery I'm there. Gonna, I'm going to give it to you. But not all of it. Not all of it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Some things. That's kind of to keep it in the past. You know what of I mean? Of course. Yeah, yeah. And then you really move cool. forward. But it's. I'm proud of it. You know. You got to take the good with the bad. Of course. Yeah. That's. If what it makes wasn't you, for right? all, everything on there, I wouldn't be the way you are. Exactly. So there's no shame in that. Interesting. Very so interesting. After Ibo kind of closed down. After Ibo, there was a lot of just one-off gigs you know i obviously made a name for myself mm-hmm. by then people knew me so i'll play one night here ill communications or there was the club the mix you remember the yeah, mix? Like of the course, huge. yeah huge isn't that like before no that was not trilogy uh, but it was it was one of the biggest it, clubs in yeah the Dubai, it right? was the biggest yeah in terms of size grand hayat yeah yeah in terms of size it has no soul no soul I mean no, zero soul true, it was true. like as cold as Satan's heart <laughs> yeah yeah like that's it was, true and you're in the de- it was probably the worst booth to ever play in it's just you're elevated yeah. and the booth is closed and you're alone and you can't see that's and it's true. so big if there were 60 people at the bar you can't even see them oh wow so there's a massive this communication wasn't yeah. there a smaller room as well there was upstairs, upstairs. where they had those rotating yeah, doors yeah yeah but that yeah. was kind of like the hip-hop room yeah or, solo used to play there yeah. that's true they used to play there so yeah it was just that and like other things here and there that was kind of like the dark ages yeah <laughs> after the yeah. golden age after the, i the bought terminal there the was like <laughs> yeah it was like the depression man you know and that's when alm records Can't was around go. okay uh, yeah, it was like 2004-ish. Do you think Ohm Records is uh, this, a, like a, a spawn, spawned idea from the impact of the, of the golden age? I think so, too. I have the utmost respect for those guys. I mean, people, you know, I'm opening the flip side soon, and people talk to me like, wow, that's so amazing. And, you know, and, and people keep saying... When I see people, they introduce me to others like Shadi, you know, he's opening the first record shop in, in the UAE. You know, and I always cut them off. Seconds, yeah. Like, no, let, let, let's get the facts straight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the, it'll be the only. Yeah. Because Om doesn't do it anymore. No, Om did it, I think, till like 2008, nine. Do you two. think that Om... It was just the wrong time. Om you know? was ahead of its time? I think Om was ahead of its time. In relation to UAE? For sure. Om was definitely ahead of its time. And also, they could have done a little bit better with the selection. Mm. I, I heard that. You know, well. it was house music and drum and bass, some. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or break beats also. Mm. Because uh, let's not forget, Global Funk was, was yeah. also one of the old pioneering yes, yes. 
uh, Ben Mach 4. But I don't know. I mean, I can't really say if if the select if they had more diverse selection if people would have bought records. I think it was a case of a head of its. It was don't you just think yeah. maybe it's 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 a case of um, the whole you know decline of vinyl, and this is also and towards you. What do you think of of that? I mean, I know they're it, coming back in a way, but like people we, say, that's a hype as well. Like we, but, yeah, but you know, I mean, listen, vinyl's been here. Vinyl ain't going nowhere. Okay, like it's been here. You can't kill it, man. It's like a cat. It's got nine lives, probably <laughs> more. Up. You can't kill it. You can find the next best technological advancement, MP format, or <laughs> like, MP12. Yeah. People are gonna go back to records because it's real, man. You know, and you own it. The physical ownership. You own it. You got it. It's art. It's here. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You but know, as a yeah. business, how 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 you know how do you think well, that's gonna project for you? For me, I don't know. I know that I believe in it and I'm going to do it. And it's my joker. Okay. You know, like everyone in life gets a deck of cards. Everyone's got a joker. When do you use it? That's true. That's up to you. Explain that a bit more. Well, I do have a little concern only because I'm not a businessman per se. In terms of promotion and marketing and no, stuff No, no, like marketing that? and promotion, that's been the easiest. Okay. I'm, I get people calling me. Okay. I've been on Abu Dhabi Radio. I've been on Dubai Eye twice. I got a... Every single magazine in town has gotten in touch. They, they're coming... Promotion, it promotes itself. Itself, yeah. yeah. The idea is because it's a unique... Uh, I don't have to do anything. Idea. So I'm not worried about that. It's just a matter of adapting and... You know, I, I guess you learn that, you know, being business minded. But the problem is business and passion. Sometimes there's a yes. there, there's a place in the middle where they clash. Yeah. And so that is my concern, really. I mean, I would not want to sell my soul. Yeah. I never would do that. But that's how business is. Mm-hmm. You, you get to you get value. to a point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to do my thing. I'm very good at what I do. You know, and I'm not bragging. It's confidence. I know I am. You have to be confident of in yourself. Course, I mean, it's, it's not about it's not about bragging. I know I'm good at what I do because I spend so much effort on that's it. True. You know, and yeah, I care true. about that it. That is true. So it's not bragging, really. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? It's true. You're you just know? stating the you know the obvious. That's it. So I can't really predict the future. I'm just gonna do what I do, and I'm sure there's gonna be some tough decisions. For example. I got contacted by uh, the people at Levels Shoe mm-hmm. District, mm-hmm. and they were doing some urban thing a few months ago. And they're like, you know, we'd love for you to have a stall, you know, just just come and sell records. Okay. And business-wise, makes sense. Yeah, it'd be great, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't even opened the shop, and I can start making some money. But I just didn't feel good about it. Okay. You yeah. know because. These aren't the people that that, 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 that care about the culture. All right. You know, these these are, they're just strolling through, probably buying some shoes. You're no different than a person selling T-shirts just on the exactly. On the so you, you I mean, in terms of the level guys, or in terms of the shopper? That no, goes just Dubai level, right? Mall. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, it's going to be in Dubai Mall. Okay. Yeah, level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. Sorry. That's that's not that's not that's not what what the shops. Well, you know, you know, about, it's. You know? Um, People try to buy culture. You can't buy culture. To draw a parallel. And I wasn't going to let them. Yeah. 
to draw a parallel when musicians get offered uh, exposure we were talking about this musicians forget to ask okay exposure to how many people and to whom okay that's the thing so you the get same the wrong audience is like they, they, in their mind they think this is beautiful for this guy let's give him exposure but you're like okay yeah but how many people and to whom the whom is very important these aren't the people that are going to come exactly. to my shop but it's open exactly. so i don't i i, I want to do it for the people that care exactly you know what i mean and maybe i don't know how good or bad that'll be for business i'll adapt you know what i mean i just i just didn't feel good about it and everyone i asked was like what you're crazy i mean levels is like you know people people like they're lucky to to be able to get in there mm. but there's ways around this you know that it's 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 about okay there's heavy footfall okay uh, uh there's opportunity to opportunity to establish a one-on-one connection and try and find out the whom then filter it down i understand that but that's the thing right it makes sense business wise but yeah i understand that that's the clash i'm sure yeah. i know that it, i would have met some people that are down with the cause and would come to the shop but it was more disadvantage yeah. than advantage i mean that's when you run a business you have to make decisions mm. yeah. you know and i made that decision i don't oh. regret it but you know that's the 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 part i'm getting used to that's the scariest part about running yeah. a business any business i don't care what it is it's the responsibility of the decision you have to make a decision you know and 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 you have to live by it mm. and so far i haven't regret anything but let's see what the future holds you sure. know but yeah, i i'm man. i feel really strongly about this and i would rather you know go broke and 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 keep my integrity somehow straight, but straight. But you know I I feel and I know that there's enough people in Dubai that that would support it. Well and number one music. man you have yeah. our support all the way. To be yeah. honest this is the the, the last I want to say about the shop. I'm just so tired of talking about it. Fair. When is it going to be open though? Like September so, hopefully. September okay, okay. where? Circal Avenue. Woo! That's nice. The spot. That's the spot. Yeah. 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 That's the spot. You see? That's it. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. That's cool. Not Dubai Mall. Not not <laughs> <laughs> nothing against Dubai Mall, you know. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it's, this is not Moscow. It's not a touristy it's, like. No, uh, no, it's not. It's not your market. Yeah, it's not. It's not. So, right, it's, we'll like see, there, There's a marketplace for everything. Like, you know, if you want to get advertising work done, you'd go down to Media City, exactly. right? Exactly. You know, you want to get some LV and all the expensive brands. You know, you can go. There's down an to avenue Dubai for Mall. everything. You know? Exactly. Everything yeah. has its own marketplace for it. So. That's it. Cool. So, so you got works. the shop going on, and now like talk to us about the documentary if it's not yes. like yeah. Um, well, and and you're you're also you're reverse going back to the cassettes as well. Okay. Well, the documentary actually goes hand in hand, kind of with the shop maybe a little bit. Um, so I went to Egypt like two, three, four years ago. I remember. And I met this guy. I was looking for records, obviously. And I don't live there. I don't know anything. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, just easiest thing to do. You get on Google. You say vinyl, Cairo. And it gave me a few places. And I went hunting. And I found this guy. His name's Hamada. And there's, a, there's an antique shop in Zamalek somewhere. It's in, like, one of these old mall. Not really mall, but it's Center, kind of like a... Of. yeah. And it's not a vinyl shop, it's an antique shop. So he has anything that's old, you know. I got this from I there. was just going to say. Actually, no. 
<laughs> I got that from Abu Dhabi, but his shop was filled that's, with gramophones sort of and old FM radio transistors Whoa. and like even contracts. He had a contract between the government and uh, Um Kalthum. Oh, okay. So Um Kalthum was so big that the government was her booking agent. Shut the hell up. So if you wanted to book Um Kalthum, you had to speak directly to the Egyptian government. Okay, there was That's no agent. Big, the man. government. That is big. Wow. Yeah, so She's this huge, is. Huge, I don't remember where it was, but there's a contract between that country that wanted her to play, and the Egyptian government saying, "Yes, we grant you permission to." Well, that's no different. She's an asset of the state. Oh, she was bigger than Gamal Abdel Nasser. Like she was. Wow. You know, she used to do a show every Wednesday in Cairo, mm-hmm. and you know how busy Cairo is. Yeah. yeah. The town shuts down. <laughs> Complete shutdown. No one on the street. If you're on the street, you're at an uh, at an ahoy somewhere, yeah, like yeah. listening to everyone. Listen to the show. Everyone. The whole country went into shutdown. If you ever wanted to bomb Egypt, that would be the time. <laughs> you know, God forbid. But yeah, man, why do you think? Uh, I mean, this is probably a sidetrack, but why do you think she reached that level? She was bigger than. I don't want to say she was huge, man. She and you know, well, it was, was she resonating with the people somehow? She was, yeah. She was, you know, she came from a small village, and it's just about talent, man. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Talent. Yeah. She had so much talent that you, she could not be denied, you know. And still, till this day, would you yeah. compare her to Feroz? I would. Right? I would say Um Kalthum is the dawn. The, the big you know what I mean? Like she <laughs> yeah. is, she's, she's the chosen child, man. She's That's the true. one. Wow. And everyone, they're all great. You know, I, I buy all these tapes, but we can go on forever about that. But going back to Hamada, so I yeah. found the shop, and I was talking to him, and I, and he had the most amazing stories. And then I left, and I obviously I got a lot of records. And I thought, how amazing would it be to do a documentary? to travel to places Talking and find things. these people and br- th- that's the documentary wow. but just like how I find it you know I found it like googling it not to have a plan before mm. and to go like the whole documentary is how we get there and what they say that is a documentary okay you know what I mean okay. how do you find it you talk to this guy you, you go to five places and you end up there yeah. that's the whole like accidentally sometimes yeah so I wanted to capture that accidental part you know what I mean not like here's the guy we have his number we're going yeah. no. so you find so you don't really know where you're going but that's the documentary yeah, is yeah, that you yeah. document even if, real you, exactly. even if you don't get there, yeah. it's that's it. Dude, it's like the, the spot I told you I found in, so in Stone Town in Tanzania. I'm being a tourist like everybody else. And, you know, just walking down. And we had a tour guide. He's like, yeah, I'll take you down to the market and show you stuff. And exactly. we're just walking down. And it's the same thing. It's an antique shop. Bro, it's the kind of place that was selling ashtrays from the slave era. <laughs> right? Like, he's just selling the Unreal. randomest wow. things. And it's all dusty and dirty. And I have pictures of the spot because it was just... Very attracting for me, and this guy thought I'm like a typical tourist. Like, no, no, this is not good. Let I'm like, no, I want to see this shop. And I walked in, and I'm like, do you have records? And was, the guy was struggling with English. I'm like, do you know what's a CD? 
like yes okay, same old black bigger big big black bigger. lady yeah. you know you have like yes 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 and you call this lady and he speaks to her in Swahili and yeah. she comes out this huge dusty box and just drops it on the floor boom and like here figure it out and that's where I was like I was telling Shad earlier it's where you found it's a beautiful thing Quran man. records dude I didn't know that came in what? records yeah I found oh dude we have I have Lucille. records from the the government actually did, pressed records yeah so from from the I don't remember if it was a museum but there, there's a thing of Something, something light and sound, and it's mm. like a tourist attraction where you go like and an they play you like yes. a, you get the sound and you watch oh, the movie okay. of you know wow. back in the day. So I got that on record, and it turns out that this guy, Hamada, that, that works there, that shop used to belong to Salah Ragab. Who Salah Ragab was like the most famous uh, jazz musician in Cairo and he had the the Cairo jazz band and he even recorded a whole album with Sunra. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. So this guy's epic, you know, and it turns out that it was his shop. And so from there, you know, I had this idea but obviously I came back, I was very busy with the shop and then I slowly started to get into tapes again through making music and I wanted to get that that kind of sound you know because i love dub music and a lot mm. of dub music yeah, obviously it was run through tape exactly like yeah. uh, you know lee scratch perry would do and all those guys king tubby so i got into tapes and then since i was here i mean the shop is taking so long the to process. set up yeah. Yeah. it's a, it's such a very 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 long tedious process but i'm the kind of person that has to be doing something Mm-hmm. You know, I have to. Th- th- that's how I stay alive. That's I, why you like staying at home because you feel like you're more productive at home. As I do to stuff, you know. I I just do mm-hmm. whatever it is, even if it's bad. I'll do it. You're just I busy. Want, you're keeping busy. I just create, man, all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought it was triggered by this trip to Kuwait. I went to Kuwait. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but my friend Zahid. Uh, invited me to come to Kuwait and Zahid uh, is he an artist? Zahid Sultan yeah of he's an amazing yeah, artist yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. met him right? an RBMA base yeah. camp yeah exactly it was, a, it was a Red Bull thing oh okay oh, yeah. man he's crazy dude. he's amazing he's, he's amazing I love him so he invited me I wasn't playing there actually he invited me to play the after party okay. at his place so I wasn't really taking part of the official event itself but I obviously found a way to get I paint I painted <laughs> stuff here you know I just did my thing and then when we get to the airport I was going to the airport with Shab Muha who's also an amazing mm. was Aaron Kim on that trip with you Aaron yeah I saw your Facebook post yeah, yeah. so I, like I, I painted dude, his bro. stand yeah yeah, okay. yeah so we arrived to the airport and we found a shop with only cassettes wow at the airport it was just cassettes and that in was Kuwait. in Kuwait in the airport of, like <laughs> in the airport which is not that big only cassettes and we lost our mind you know I went crazy <laughs> I was like and, and the the guy who was taking us to the hotel was there he's like you know we need to go I'm like give me 10 minutes and I just grabbed as much tapes as I could just like blindly how much just, was it for one tape uh, I don't remember in Kuwait uh, it was like probably equivalent to like 15 dirham. that's exactly how it was, used to be before like 10 or 15 yeah. Yeah. double cassettes were 25 Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It was. Interesting. Just, <laughs> I just grabbed whatever, man, and okay. and that's where I found that karate Whoa. one. Yeah. So when I came back here, I'm like, you know what? They have to have stuff here. Yeah. 
I've got I've got to we so just find the place. We did we did some homework, me and Salem. Uh, he runs a label called Bedouin Records. He's gonna be working with me in the shop. Mm. And my friend Walid, he does uh, he has a blog called Fiber. You mm-hmm. said you mentioned F I B R E. What is Fiber about? Fiber writes amazing blog articles uh, uh, just about music culture in general, mostly local. Sure, okay. And Walid is an amazing photographer. Mm-hmm. Sure. So there's the article and then there's the pictures nice. that come along with it. And so. so he shoots everything in black and white. Okay. Nice. That's his thing. So And he comes here all the time. He's like regular Shady Shadow show, um, you know, homie. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, why don't we do... Because to get to do that documentary that I had in mind, going to different cities, Istanbul, Greece, Cairo, that's gonna take money. Yeah. You know that that's you need to get someone invested. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm broke as right now because I'm not working. But so I thought, why don't we do something here locally? Maybe not with vinyl, but with tapes. And then when we ever need investors for the other thing, we can be like, here, look at this. And they have something to see and get the idea, as opposed to me just telling them. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't want to fund something if you don't really know. Well, if you can prove that there is a there is a consumption, that's what they understand that there's a well, consumption of it, right? You see, the whole point is the other way around. I find something that isn't consumed, and I make it consumable. Yeah. You know, Unique. like show them like resurrect the dead. I'm not here to... I don't mess with live people, man. I'm trying to bring someone back from the dead. Okay. Like tapes. Okay, they're kind of dead. Nobody even talks about them. You know what I mean? I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to bring that to the forefront. Well, sure. well, there, is, there is a movement, obviously. No, obviously. But in the end, when you do create the consumption, that's when you go to the big... Whoever has a bit of cash. You, say, you Bro. see, then we're going back to... The that's corporate where, That's where thing, I'm yeah. saying, like, that's the tricky part. I'm interested in the artistic... You know what I mean? Like, I don't do this for money, man. I love this, you know? I just want to do this documentary and then maybe do something else. Mm -hmm. It's not about consumption. You see, that word does not even... When I think of consumption, I I think of, like, having lunch. I don't think of it When I use the word consumption, why I use the word consumption is because when I'm speaking to somebody who's from a different culture or mindset, you're trying to speak their language. I know. And that's why I have trouble. Because I don't speak your language. I just want your money to do my <laughs> shit. You know? But anyways, like the, 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 the documentary should be self-explanatory. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I this just, is what I'm doing. And I just have a lot of things that I want to do. You know, Documentaries is one of them. also want to make a comic at some point. Nice. Oh, like, nice. You know, I have an idea. There's like a lot a, of artists. Like a Shady Shadow. He's the, he's the, the superhero. The but it's actually not superhero. It's more like a regular dude. Okay. The misadventures of okay. Shady Shadow. <laughs> I like so that. So it's just a regular this dude. This guy is so like left. That, that <laughs> just has that. like everyday problems. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a comic could be like he ran out of gas on Shaker's Eye and, and now he's trying. Like that's it. Trying to get to Emirates. You know? Just like regular shit. In like, July. <laughs> every day. Yeah. Like the AC breaks on a Friday. <laughs> and how does he, what does he do? Pull up a chair and try to figure out where yeah. the filters are. That's it. <laughs> Drop a which, podcast on it. Which we did, you know. So that's that's what interests me, man, you know. Like, okay. I guess growing up in the 80s, it was very visual, you know. It was. Cartoon, like, it's always visual. And that's why you see from the paintings, the colors, 
But isn't it's it like more visual art, now? You know? Isn't it more visual now? Uh, well, the, I think the emotion it's aspect noisy. of it also is not... It is noisy. Now it's noisy. It is noisy. You know, it's just loud. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And... And it's... I don't know... So there was a sense of calmness back in the days? It's maybe a sense... I mean, it, you know, the world is always chaotic, you yeah. know? But when you're young, you don't think of it. Yeah, no worries. So I just... Serious. Everything that I do... With my art, you know, that that's simple and co- I just try to get myself in the mind frame of just being a kid again. Yeah, reflecting. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. That's it, because I'm very, I'm a very highly sensitive person. You know, as much as I'd like to think I'm not. Are you a Cancer? Pisces. Pisces. Oh, my dude. Ah, no okay, wonder. Okay. My okay. dude. Yeah. So. <laughs> it Can- was a Cancer's Pisces Scorpio. Oh man, oh, we got so the, it's like a water situation. Yeah, yeah. We got the whole <laughs> yeah, drowning in this whole <laughs> We're drowning in misery. <laughs> we're floating up in here. Yeah, yeah, so. You say drowning, I say <laughs> we floating, man. Yeah, we we just floating along. Row your boat gently down yeah. the stream. Yeah, right. So you know, just trying to trying to channel my inner child. That is, so I like cool, that, man. Like you that, know? that mindset. It's just, you know, it was just, I think, overnight, one day. I always went through all of these, I wouldn't say struggles, but trying to get somewhere, you know, with the career. Because I was always coming back to Abu Dhabi to work with my dad to make money, you know, because I wasn't making money off music. So it was a constant thing, and, and you're always trying to convince your parents there is something like, there. There's something to it, you yeah. know. Just give me like, just give me one more year, mm. you know. And yeah. then that year becomes four, and you're like, the you know, but, but I'm just, <laughs> but I'm right there, you know. Just, there. just stick with me. And at some point, they're like, you know what? Screw it. Like, this, like that's it. That's what this he wants what to do. You, you gotta. And then they start supporting it, you know. I guess when they started seeing magazine articles and newspapers, then they're like, you know what? There's He's onto something. Yeah. I think you know, he's but being more successful doing this than if he was self-fulfilled. Exactly. No, they just saw that I wasn't enjoying working with them, you know. And parents, in the end, they don't care what you do. Yeah. They just want to see you happy. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure, they might, unless you're obviously going out of your way and harming yourself, they will have to stop you. True. You know what I mean? But I wasn't harming myself. I was just trying to find my way, and. It's just my mindset changed, you know. I always thought, you know, I'll get this, you know, all that discovered bullshit. That yeah. They, you know, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna stop feeling sorry for myself. You know, that's what happens. Most people feel sorry for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then when you're in that mindset, you don't think that it's a bad thing. Actually, you're the victim. You victimize yourself. And you have to stop being the victim, you know. And one day I woke up and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to like grab the bull by the balls and I'm, I'm going for it, you know. And I stopped feeling sorry for myself. And I started doing things for myself, you know. Like this radio show, I mean, it was, it's nothing. I mean, it's, it, I, I made it something. It's something. You know what I mean? Like I make these flyers, I, I make, and I love it. I, I love the excuse to able to create more art you know but i was always tired of depending on people yeah like if i had someone that made these flyers 
You'd wait for it. One day they do it. One day yeah. they're on yeah, vacation. Yeah. There's a problem day. with favors around. You know what I mean? So I just had to teach myself we'll everything, everything yeah. Yeah. on my own. Even if it's shit. Yeah. It's my yeah. shit. Yeah. You know? And I, I do these like not even on Photoshop. There's a site called Be Funky where you just throw in... You know, like, like and, and look at what I've done with it. You know, like, man. it's just a good idea, really. Mm-hmm. Same with music. Doesn't matter what gear you have. You can have the best gear. If you don't have good ideas, mm-hmm. you or ain't going nowhere. It. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this kind of fuels me. You know what I mean? Mm. And then this gives me more confidence in the record shop, and because you really have to say to yourself, "I can do it." You know, I don't want to come off as inspirational or anything, but really, that's the, that's the truth of it. No, but this yeah. is natural lessons learned from a life of actually attempting Experience, something. Exactly. There's people who don't attempt anything, and then because they're in the safe zone, and it's cool in the safe zone. That's but true. when you go outside, is when you deal with fear. Nobody it's wants the, to deal I with think fear. It's the, it's the comfort of the safe zone. Yeah, it's comfortable, but it's yeah. not rewarding. No, yeah. it's not. Because you gotta. The fear is when you taste the life, man. Yeah. That's as weird as it is. Yeah. That's what I mean by Joker. Yeah. You have the Joker. You need to use it in the best. You can't burn a Joker on a, you know. Yeah. And so once you put down the Joker, you you have to have the confidence that that this comes with dropping a Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And ever since then, man, life has been great, hard but great. Wow. Because I put the ball in my court. You know, I'm in charge now. Wow. And, and you're playing your own game. You got to mm-hmm. do that. If I fail, I have no problem. I tried, I failed, it's all good. Maybe I'll try again. It's okay, so you have the documentary going on. You have the, the, the Shady Shadow, Shadow Show. Yeah. Um, and then you have the cassettes, bringing back the cassettes going on. Um, I, I also noticed that you have this love for spontaneous, like the documentary, for example, and yeah. the Shady Show, are both spontaneous kind of... Uh, you know, uh, way to deal with things. It's kind of like a social experiment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like, let's put these people in a pool with the shark and see what happens, you know? Yeah. Wow. It, you know, it's kind of like that, but at the same time, there's, there's an element of risk. You of know? course. Like, so that's why I'm always very, very nervous when we do this show because mm-hmm. it's about perfection and I have a, that's why I do everything that I do here. Like even the logo is hand is drawn by yeah, hand. You know, so I've spent half my life trying to be perfect. And I've spent the second half trying to unlearn that. Mm. Because trying to just be. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And there's beauty in that. You listen to perfect music and it's just so perfect boring, and polished man. and it's, it's yeah. got no soul. So I embrace I purposely and that's why I do these paintings like this one here. It says on the side, do what you can with what you've got. Mm-hmm. I had a I had the canvas and I had some paint and I went to my friend's house, uh, with and Hassan in Abu Dhabi and we're like, Let's just paint and, and drink and listen to music and, and I was like, What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I have this canvas and then I thought, do what you can with what you've got. So I took the, the glove, you know, the, the, the cooking mitt. I put that on there. I outlined it. A record, the brush, 
uh, coasters, the bottle of wine, and I outlined it and I just painted it. And it was done in like four, 45 minutes, maybe half an hour. Wow. You know, so <laughs> try not to overthink it. Yeah, just. And do it fast. Do it. Yeah. You do it. If it's not good, do it again. Do another one. Do another one. If you want to f- get something perfect, you're not going to get anything done. You know, so I'm really forcing myself to be human. But when you force like when you force yourself to be like always creative, don't you go through some sort of like boredom or Well, I do, blocks. and that's why I paint because I make music when I get stuck. Okay, so different creative rut, outlets give you yeah. Excellent. And then if I can't, I'm stuck in that, I do my radio show. And then, you know, I'm, I do something else. Okay. I, I have to do something. You diversify your... I just have to do... It's, I, it's like a sickness that I have. You know, like I have to do... I have to create. Wow. You know, like it's an urge. You know, I have to. It's like a matter of life and death. True. I wish I could, I could just sit back and chill... You know, I don't. I'm always like... Yeah, chilling's boring sometimes, man. Chilling? Once in a while, cool. But like, yo, there's so much f***ing opportunity to like do cool yeah. things. And Creating things. just turns yeah. me on, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, like, it really turns me on. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I try to get into stuff that I don't even... That I don't even know, you know? I'll just like... Which goes for the comic. That's the next... Yeah, so that's the next thing? That's the next thing that I really want to... Because the thing I do with the flyers, I put a background and then everything else is the way that you would Photoshop something. So I cut out the head, but then I scan it so you see that the head is like coming out. Yeah. You know, it's not just Photoshopped. It's an actual physical Photo. scan. So I'm thinking of, I have this character, Shady Shadow. Okay. He was on my album, I think in like 2008 that my friend did. And he's, that's the same head there. So okay. I'm thinking of doing a comic of like his misadventures yeah. through life, you know, but then having a background, like a real life background and drawing him in. Okay. So it's not like a typical comic where it's all animated. Yeah, so yeah. you have real, also inspired by the 80s. You remember this? Remember these guys? Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kind of like that with like real. So all the stunts, the effects so. and stuff were actually done in the studio with, yeah. the, with the with the clay characters yeah. yeah so all of that 80s stuff somehow seeps into what I do you know so I think that would be cool to have real life you know even like in Satwa somewhere take a take a picture and then animate him in there yeah so you like we need a local that's true comic you know what I mean like we need local everything bro we need a local everything you know Spider-Man's cool but yeah, yeah. no you we, know what we, I mean like need, the thing is we keep importing that's but, the thing. But don't but you th- think that we grew up with, with the import? I mean, all but this no, is imported. Sure, like, sure. Magic but is after imported. a certain point, Kalas, like we we know how it's done. Yeah. We have our own yeah, ideas. We can but express dude, remember, ourselves. Remember when we went to Comic Con, the uh, the Emirati kids that created what's they're it called? Doing, Super yeah. Kandora or yeah, something yeah, they're like they're that. The they created an that iPhone game, the coolest, which is like like an Emirati little boy in a Kandora. It's it's an iPhone game. It's like their own version of Mario. That's what we need. Yeah, it's really cool. It's not. It's not like. We take inspiration from that. It's yeah. not. It's not that you're like rebelling. You take that, but With you turn it. You, know you mean? turn it into your your, your twist. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Where it comes down to, it's like that. That it's that statement that you need to tell your own stories, right? Yeah. So 
we start interpreting the world from our lens, man. Exactly. And then you might get a new perspective. Exactly. As opposed to one perspective where everybody thinks we're like the bad guy type. Exactly. No, Let's we talk just... To him, you know what I, mean? I think that's what, that's what makes us more human. Yeah. You know? I mean, for us, it's cool anyway. Like, we'd do it anyway. But if stuff like this, that what we're doing gets out to the world, you know, then they think, you know, they're not just... They're not just what you see on the they're news. Not yeah. brown, they're not just Hollywood's version of, yeah. of you know, the real thing. Yeah, 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 they're like real people that love art and music, just like everyone else. Yeah, yeah, we're not just the Alibaba kit. Right? Yeah, man, you know, there's no magic carpets here. No. We're just yeah. doing our thing. Well, yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> the there thing. is, yeah. there is. And that's the thing, it's just like Jibba said, it really is a matter of telling your own story. Because now, the story that is being told is falsified, and it's just one angle to it. It's right. bastardized and watered exactly. down. Yeah. And now this is this is how you take control of the of the narrative. And, and that's why I think you know everything that I do is independent. You know, mm-hmm. from the shop to the radio show to there's no one I don't have to answer to anyone. You know, if it's good, it's great. If it fails, great. I mean, no one's gonna no. I'm, I'm not accountable for anyone. So I'm I'm all about being independent. You know, and that's kind of why the levels thing didn't really mm. feel too good, you know. And you just gotta go with your gut feeling yeah. always, yeah. Always, you know, and I'm gonna have to figure out. It's a battle, but it's. It's uh, a battle. It's a battle, but just never, never. Give in? Undercut yourself, you know, never believe in yourself, you know. Yeah. And if it's, it's just. It's ruthlessness, you know. You have to. You have to not be afraid to fail. Oh, That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Once you get over that, then... There's nowhere but to go up. That's yeah. it. You know what? I, it's like... Um, so, you need to know... Like, it's the hunter spirit, man. That's it. So, you got to... The farmer kind of stays in the space, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. You get your nutrition, you get your consistent. food. Consistent. Yeah, consistent. You know the seasons. You know but when you get in the jungle, bro... That's a different... You become like the animal, man. That's it. And then you come back like a whole other kind of creature. That's it. Because you're freaking powerful now. Yeah. The voice and everything. And you can now... You can now do... Yeah, you can now do the farm thing, but you know that if push comes to shove, you can go out there and deal with the beast. It's self-empowerment. You empower yourself. Yeah. You know? And I think that... For me, that's been the most important thing. I can't tell you exactly which day it was, but one day I woke up like a lion. Okay. You know? What up? Yeah, Who is it? Who it is? What up? Bro, you lost weight. Jeez. The Megadone. Yo, I followed you on Mixcloud. Why aren't you following me uh, back? Yo, <laughs> that ain't cool. Yo, what's up? He's like, oh, never mind. That's how it is. <laughs> he followed you on Mixcloud. You didn't follow Yo. him back. <laughs> Come on, man. What happened to you? You're like half your size. Thanks, yeah. Life. Life. Hello. Hi. Uh, we're recording another radio show right now. Yeah. Boss. Good seeing you, man. How's it going? Joe, you want to say hello? Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Hi, Decan Show. On? Yeah. Oh, it's on. So we have Megadon Betamax walked in. And what's your name? Uh, Joanne. Joanne walked in. And uh, they're here for the, the Shady Dukan. Shady Shadow Show <laughs> Dukan version. Straight up. Right. This is it. Nice, man. But listen, uh, honestly, like... Personally, I believe in the stuff that you do. Thank you, man. And, Likewise. like, we support you all the way. Likewise. And much success and self-fulfillment to you, bro. Likewise, you know, just doing it is the success. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. There is no... But that goes back to... you don't have to, to chase the perfection anymore. No, that's it. I mean, I always thought 
when am I going to make it? When am I going to make it? One day I woke up. Stop and I realized about that and just I made it. Go through I the journey. It. Exactly. Yeah. You're making already, it now. I'm already there. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm true. doing what I love to do the because way that I want. The, the way I always saw is that it's, it's like back in school when you're learning mathematics. Yeah. There is no perfect way to it. It's the practice. That's it. It's so the practice. The, and different formulas. So perfection is, is in the pursuit itself. Which is yeah. what I'm trying to say about it's very hard to create when you're in that. Yeah. Creating is all about the failure the and the learning the actually exactly. not knowing exactly you know like the uncertainty you, you, exactly. you look at Basquiat's paintings you know yeah. it looks like a, a five year old did it that's true which is very cool you know what I mean yeah. I love that because he he thinks like a child that's and amazing. I'm, I'm trying to unlearn what I've learned it's harder it's hard to learn yeah. it's way harder to, to unlearn, unlearn exactly. something that you're programmed that's you know true. what I mean but yeah. like you're there already you know, like, you're there. Wow. It's be- because the, the idea of making it is different for everyone. You, you think you can drop us a mix after, uh, after this of episode? Of course. Yeah, like a nice 25-minute mix. Of course. Of, of the course. best shit, like, you know, the, the stuff that you went through all your life. Of mi- course. I, c- I can do a little, like, uh, a kind of time. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we can skip maybe the first 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, man. No, I'd love to do that. That would be Definitely. great. Definitely. And That's hopefully cool. stick around for the Shady oh, Shadow Oh, hell yeah, show. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll t- check it out, man. Nice one. All right, cool. Thanks and, so much, uh, I'm going to get you on the show Yes, soon. next time, man. Yes, so get ready. Respect. Do Always. your homework. <laughs> <laughs> get my playlist ready. <laughs> That's it, man. Cool, It's man. been a pleasure. I yeah. love your show. Thank you. And there's only one thing I was worried about. You know, I always... When I hear myself talk, it sounds like Barry White oh, <laughs> or Morgan Freeman, <laughs> at least. But then when you hear the recording, you sound more like the chipmunk. Yeah. So just... I got you. EQ the hell out of Just kind of cover it in reverb and delay. No worries, man. Put you know, delays in there. Sexify like, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some auto-tune, maybe, <laughs> while you're talking. We, we can skip that, you know? Just make me sound like Morgan Freeman. That's sure. Yeah, yeah, like in, oh, a, right. in a documentary. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's a like, great documentary. Like on crack. <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, this is your Captain A-Rock speaking. Thank you for flying Ford Line Rice Airwaves. Our destination tonight will be the far moons of Neptune, with a small stop on Jupiter. Flight time is 90 minutes. We'll be cruising at the highest altitude space funk allows. There are no emergency exits on this flight. So please, unfasten your seatbelts for drinks and a holder tight for we are about to take off You can 
continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Dukan is hosted by OT, Ershad, and Toothless. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OT Official and at Ershad underscore INI. And you can also reach Toothless at soundcloud.com slash firas dash Ibrahim. Salam. Don't die.
we just multiply and then when you think you've got one of us, we just fucking push and made another five. And look you have five as many and uh really just gonna waste your time. It's gonna waste your time really, so you know, if you see a guy that just just don't fuck up. Yeah, so
love it. And, you know, big up to Mo City, too, and everybody.
true. Just having a visa. Just trying to get by. Yeah, shout out. Say that. 